Welcome back to Home for Darkness. This is Vivian L. Miller. I'm here with DJ Jones. And we haven't had a podcast for a couple of weeks because we've both been really busy, but we're back. And we, we, we're going to let the Lord lead. I have no idea in the natural. I have no idea where we're going with this. But the Lord knows and he's going to help us. How you doing, Cheryl? I'm I'm good. I'm really good. How are you? I have been going through a lot of interesting things. I can't say I'm not I'm not I can't say I'm bored. I'm not easily bored anyway, but I can't say I'm I'm bored. That's for sure. Um, That's right. Yeah. It's been an I adventure. Have, <laughs> it has absolutely been an adventure, you know, the Lord I, we had talked about in the past where I had told you that I had missed, you know, something that I was supposed to have done. Uh-huh. And so I had to step it up. And I've been, from my day job, I've been on vacation for the last week and a half. I have to go back next week. But, um, uh. but, while, but while I've been on vacation, I've been busy. Yeah, you, know, you have. You, <laughs> yeah, I have. You've, and you may or may not be aware of it, but I started an Instagram page and if and also a YouTube channel so because I wanted to let people know that there is a way out of this the stuff we're dealing with we're dealing with this this country and this world has been dealing with stuff that is rooted in the spirit and it's it's been organized and carried out by the enemy himself And this has got to stop. The only way we can stop them is to, is to defeat, learn how to defeat the darkness. That's really what it boils down to. There isn't, the, the longer this goes, and the more I see, the more I realize that no one can fix this except him. Right. That is absolutely the truth. And he needs our faith. He needs us when I say us, I'm talking the body of Christ needs us to step it up. Yeah, he really does. And, you know, I, I have been talking to people a lot recently about, you know, what our responsibility is during this time. And, you know, I can't tell if it's, if it's getting through, if they're understanding or if they're just, you know, letting me talk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But it's easier to let you talk than to tell you to be quiet is maybe that's maybe <laughs> that could you be know, the case because I know that's true for me. There's times when I can tell people would rather tell me to just be quiet, but they're either they either like me too much or they figure that I'm I'm not going to take it well if they do, so they just let me talk. But, yeah, you know, it doesn't mean that they agree with me or they right. even understand what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah. One of the things that I've been seeing, and I think I may, I may have texted you about it a couple of weeks ago, I, somebody that I've been listening to for years made a comment during a church service about, you know, we need to just concentrate on what the, angel, the angels that we have available and just go from there. And I'm like, but we have books like, and I've never read it, maybe I should read The Art of War, because it's a very, very um, classic book, and a lot of people have read it. Mm-hmm. But I do know enough about it to know that it's all about you need to know your enemy. You need to understand your enemy in order to defeat him. Do you have a copy? I do not. 
I do not. I have one. I'll send it to you. I need to. Okay. I'll send. I'll send you my copy. Okay. Are you sure you want to give it? Because I know how you are. You're a book nerd. I am a book nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't want you to deprive you of your copy of it. But the thing of it is, is that it's absolutely true. Too many. If we we cannot ignore what the enemy does. I mean. Even listening to someone that I've listened to every day, um, they today uh, there was a t- instead of prophetic that this person usually does, there was a teaching on um, how to stand, mm-hmm. and it was you know it was good as far as it went, but I keep thinking about it. Maybe that's where I come in in the body of Christ. I, what I keep thinking about was how many people, although it, well was given was good there was nothing wrong everything was completely biblical there wasn't enough detail for somebody who has no clue about spiritual things yeah that's right so it's therefore it's important that you know people understand you know all the things that we've been talking about throughout this entire podcast for however long we've been doing this now 84 episodes 84 episodes oh goodness that's a lot ask me how i know yeah 84 episodes (laughs) telling people about the spirit realm because the enemy is so i mean his main weapon is deception Mm -hmm. so if people are deceived in the body of christ to, to just think it's their emotions that are giving them problems or you know, I heard someone, I heard uh, uh, something that was repeated on a particular broadcast that I watched. It only comes on once a week, but it was a, re- a repeat of something that they had talked about months ago about two famous, you know, um, people in ministry. You would know the names if I gave them to you. Mm-hmm. And one of them has written a book and she was talking about how, you know, it's important to understand to be healed of your emotions. And I can't disagree with what she said, but what she, they, right. the two, the two um, episodes they did about being healed of your emotions, it never got into the fact that the enemy will take a, a place where there's a scab or a sore spot and will continue to pick at that spot and try to take the scab off. Right. So if the emotions are damaged and the Lord, and I think I told you this story before I was um, still living in Oregon at that time. It's been probably 13, 14 years ago. And I was, I had been going through some things at work and I've been dealing with some things and, and I was getting, I was a lot of times he talks to me while I'm getting ready for work or putting on my, putting on makeup and getting ready for work. And he said to me, your emotions have been, were fragmented they were completely fragmented and he says that i'm healing your emotions yeah that's very high it is because knowing that your emotions i didn't even know they were fragmented to begin with i had no clue until he Mm -hmm. told me that i didn't know that i had ever had a problem with my emotion i knew i didn't have control over my emotions I had absolutely no control over my emotions. And in the early days of my working, when I, when I worked in accounting for a very large electronics firm, 
I would have to take one day a month off because I would be in tears for the entire day. And I just figured it was, it was something. Um, I finally went to a GYN specialist and he gave me some, some um, hormones to take for two days of, the, of each month prior to when that teary thing would happen. And it finally stopped, but I didn't ever realize that there was something. I just thought it was physical because I didn't know any better at that point. And it was years later when I realized I, if I had known what I know now at that point, I would have never had to go to the doctor and get any kind of hormones. He gave me a suppository to take um, two days of each month. And if I had known what I know now, I would, that wouldn't have never been necessary. It would have, right. I wouldn't have needed it. Right. I understand that completely. Um, you know, I've told you before, and I think I've talked about it on. That did a lot of childhood trauma. That did a lot of damage to my emotions. And um, being able to handle things, you know, that affected my a lot of, you know, rejection and, um, and harassment and things like that growing up. Mm-hmm. So it was healed. You know, you're going to carry that. And yeah. particularly, and especially your relationship with God. To where you can't receive mm-hmm. from him, you know, um, that was one of the, the issues that I dealt with was is particularly from all the rejection was that I could not receive God's love because I felt like, you know, even God was rejecting me. So, right. When I went through deliverance, it carries over. It does. And, and it affects every aspect of your life. Absolutely. Everyone. Mm-hmm. So when I went through deliverance on April 20th of 1997, you know, there were a lot of things that were instant, instantaneous because I could feel the difference. But there were also things, particularly the, all that emotional, you know, trauma and damage that I've gone through, that took a lot longer to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 years. To, to finally come out on the other side of all of that. And isn't it amazing? You're still so much, so young. You're still in your early 20s. And it's just amazing how God. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's your story. That's the story I'm supposed to Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just in my early 20s. But um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that if you don't, if you don't get em- healed emotionally, it's going to affect everything else in your life for the rest of your life. Right. You know, I, I know people right now who have gone through a lot of things and as well emotionally damaged and mm-hmm. you know there's one if she could just go through deliverance as well and let god heal her and get she can get through that healed that she can put it behind her finally life would be so different for her and i I don't know if that's something that she'd be open to or not, but you have to, you really have to understand the process of deliverance for, and that there's a lot of things that have to have, have to happen afterwards. You know, what 
aftercare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too, too many it's, people have been in the body have been told deliverance is like a one-time thing and then it's completely over. And when I was involved in deliverance, because the Lord had me, as you know, in my early days, I was involved in a few deliverances. Uh-huh. I would, I, re, I refused to be a part of a deliverance unless the, the person that I was going to help get delivered understood that they had a maintenance thing that I called it maintenance. You called yeah. it after I called it maintenance. You're going to have to maintain this afterwards and not let these spirits back in. Right. And that's, that goes back to what I heard that preacher say about, we just need to concentrate on the angels and, and look to see what, what they'll do for us. Well, they are always there. There's two thirds more of them than there are of the evil ones, but that doesn't change the fact that the evil ones are there trying to pull us off track with every single thing they can come up with. Yeah. There's yeah. always something they're trying to do to hinder. And I gave you an example that we won't get into it, but I gave you an example of that before we started the podcast. Right. Well, he, here's the example that I was eventually going to get to because sometimes I get sidetracked and go off on a tangent, but here's what I was, because you made a, a, a comment earlier and I was going to use this as an example. Yeah, please do. After having been healed of all of that rejection, you know, in 1997, a year later or a year or so later in 1998 is when I met my husband, who is now my ex-husband. And right. with him was trying to open that wound of rejection again that I had been mm-hmm. healed of. And mm-hmm. it was... And the enemy, t- honestly, the enemy almost succeeded there. You know, mm-hmm. you know things emotionally and every way possible. It was a battle every day to get through that. And there were days I didn't know if I was going to. But like you said, you know, when some, some somebody gets healed of something, oh, it's coming over because we have the spiritual wounds. And those emotional wounds right. and we're, we're getting healed and, you know, it's, it's starting to heal and it forms a scab. The enemy will come and try to pick at that. You're right about that. And any way that he possibly can. And for mm-hmm. me, that was, that was the rejection. And, you know, for others, it, it could be something totally different. You never know, but whatever it is that you get healed of, you know, the enemy is going to come back and, and try to try to reopen that wound. Yeah, so and that- so when the when the Lord told me about healing my that my my, my emotions had been fractured and He was healing my emotions, mm-hmm. as you were telling me the story about your ex your ex husband, and you married him twice. I did. Oh. You married him twice. And, I did. And it, was, it was not a good thing for for you because no. of that mm-hmm. because of that breaking you know that that rejection trying to come back in right. I was healed. I mean, the Lord said it was healing my emotions and it was around 2010. I don't know exactly what day it was because it wasn't, I didn't realize how monumental it was at that point when he told me that I just started praising the Lord, but I didn't mark the day down. Now I wish I had, but in 19, um, 19, uh, 2019, um, I met someone online and as you were telling me the story about, your Mm ex-husband I realized that that person was sent 
to to pick at that wound of rejection and open it back up on right. me. Yeah. And it wasn't until you just said that that I realized that that person was sent to do the same thing. Right. You know, in the same way that God uses people, the enemy uses people just as much. Right. You know, it's it's always, it's the same thing. And I ended up severing that relationship because I realized it wasn't working for me. Yeah. It was bringing up a lot of things that I had already been healed of. Right. And I wasn't, I could, all those feelings were coming back that I had been healed of. Yeah. And it was, and it was people in general, my relationships in general, but especially God had used my husband's to do that with me Mm -hmm. and tried to use this other person. I do remember you. And and I believe that was, he had started what mocking you. Yeah, that was when that's when I severed it. Yeah, when the mocking spirit started operating because he was supposed to be. He was said he was a believer, but yeah. when he started doing that, I realized it was not. This was not of God. Right. And that's when I ended it. Yeah, I wasn't going to put up with that. I spent, my, I spent a good portion of my life, and I know you have too, having that mocking spirit try to operate, and I was uh-huh. not going to let it do that. Right. That's right. Because I was debating at that point, I had been praying about it, asking the Lord, do I need to sever this? And then when that happened, that was like, okay, there's my answer. Because <laughs> I was not putting up with it. And there's no need for you to ha- to ever put up with that. Anybody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nobody no should ever. No, we are, we are children of the most high God. We are royalty. You would, no one would think of doing that to a, a king or a queen or a princess or an emperor or an empress no one would it would never occur to them to do that to someone like that and that power yeah well we have this we have a better power it comes Mm -hmm. from the almighty god that's right but isn't that it was not until you told me that story that i realized that that's what it was that's what the, the whole plan was yeah wow they say they say hindsight is twenty twenty, but it really is. The thing of it is that bothers me so much is that, and I think this is where, again, I think this is where my part of the, the end times is, is getting people to understand what they're really dealing with and helping mm-hmm. them, helping them learn how to defeat the darkness so that they don't have to go through what I've been through. Right. So they don't have to. They don't have to be tormented and harassed and vexed and um, rejected and feel shame and feel, de- you know, re- you know, complete defeat on in every part of their life. That's completely unnecessary. And right. it's not just emotional because the enemy uses the the, the soul, which is the mind, the will, and the emotions. Mm-hmm. And since women are very, very emotional, that's a lot of times where he hits women. Right. Is in their emotions. Yeah. If their emotions that's... get damaged enough, they don't have a will to get out of it. Right. Yeah, I've seen a... It takes a lot to... Go ahead. Okay. No, I was just saying, I've seen a lot of women, you know, become emotionally crippled. 
mm-hmm. from those interactions, you know, because mm-hmm. the animation. And like you said, that's where he hits a lot of women because women are just, you know, we're emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. And the damage that it, it he can do just through that alone is astronomical. And, you know, the, for me, I've just gotten to that point to where I'm absolutely sick and tired of seeing the enemy beaten up on, on Christians and being mm-hmm. able to, to do that to them and treating them that way. And the Christians not doing anything about it because either they don't know or... You know, they've never been taught, like you said, you know, we, that hadn't been something that we've been taught recently is how to defeat the, the darkness. But it's just, it's, it's, it's infuriating for me to see him do that. So I, when I enter spiritual warfare, I, I'm often finding that I'm doing it for other people, not right, so much for myself too. anymore. You yeah, know, I still do it for myself, more or less. You know, it's, it's really for other people because I'm just, I'm so tired of seeing the enemy just have his way with with the body of christ it's and there's no reason for it because we you know the more i learn about the deception that's gone on since 1913 so we're talking 110 years in this country Mm -hmm. and how the church has been complicit in that very and a lot of a lot of churches have not taught anything other than jesus loves me this i know or the bible tells me so well that yes he does but he gave us Jesus went to the cross and spent three days in hell so that we can have the same authority he has. Right. And for us to not use that authority or know how to use it mm-hmm. is, is not being a good steward of what he gave us. It's basically saying what he did wasn't enough. I just, I don't see. Any... Go ahead. No, I was just, I was just thinking, you know, I just I believe that, you know, what Jesus did wouldn't, wouldn't be enough. Or I've heard people, God, I guess it seems more and more lately that I'm hearing people say that, you know, uh, the false doctrines and the doctrines of demons, you know, people just blatantly putting this stuff out there is that, you know, Jesus never, he really wasn't the son of God or he, he really didn't die on the cross. He really didn't die. On, yeah. Which is, which is what we talked about that in the last podcast that mm-hmm. in first John four says, if any spirit says that Jesus did not come in flesh and blood, he's of the antichrist. Right. And, and, you know, you can't have it both ways. And, it, and having, these, having people not understand what he did and why he did it mm-hmm. and taking full authority because it was given to us in Genesis. The book, it was given in the book of Genesis. When Adam messed up, then Jesus had to come. But it was given back to us when Jesus came. So for us to not take advantage yeah. of that, we're not doing our part. Right. And, you know, and for, for a pastor to say, well, you know, it's only, it's only, we only need to concentrate on the angels. You know, if that's what we need to concentrate is what they can do, but there's another side. You can't ignore 
what the other side does without understanding what he does so that you can make sure you're not falling into a trap. Right. Because it's not like the movies. Do you, do you ever see um, Bedazzled or Bedazzled, I think is what it was. With, yes. Um, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's not like that. <laughs> it doesn't, the devil doesn't come and announce himself and come as this pretty, pretty you know, woman. He right. hides. He hides who he is. He hides what he does. Yeah. If he had all the power that he says he has, he didn't, wouldn't have to hide it. Right. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. And I also don't get some of the ministries that I've listened to for years, they don't go far enough. I don't know whether it's, they don't know or they're just, I used to think they didn't know. And I used to get upset or not that they didn't know that they just didn't want to share what they knew. And I would get upset thinking, okay, why are you not telling me the next step? You tell me stand in faith, but you don't tell me how. You tell me, hold on to God's unchanging hand and let go it like God, which is it? <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> and I used to get so upset because I'm like, why aren't you going? I'd be, be like, okay, you got to have the first sermon for the first, for the first week of the month will be, you got to have faith. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. good. I, I know I need to have faith. Okay. Oh, you didn't tell me how. Okay. Next, I'm thinking next, next week is going to be how, right? So next week will be, this is what happens when you don't have faith. Um, okay. You're going to tell me how, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Third week. And if you don't have faith, nothing's going to work for you. And you got to have faith. Mm -hmm. That's still not telling me what to do. Right. That's still not telling me how the enemy works. It's still not telling me that there is an enemy. Right. Standing on the word. What does that mean? And maybe that's where we need to go today. What does that mean? It's a good thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. People need to know. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a simple scripture that most people are at least familiar with. Okay. Um, Psalm 23, verse one, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Right. Now, if you look in the, in English, the word want is, you know, different than the word, word need in, in plain, in English, that's what, you know, want and need are two different things. Right. Right. But in the actual, um, Hebrew want is not the same thing. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The word want in the original is um, the Hebrew 2637. 
it means to lack, be without, decrease, be lacking, have a need. That's the first one. The second one is to be, number one is to lack. Number two is to be lacking. Number three is to diminish or, de or decrease. And then the third one has an, a B and a C to it, to cause to lack, to cause to be lacking. Hmm. Yeah. Strongs in the strongs in the verb is a verb. It's to lack by implication to fail, want, or lessen, be abated, to bereave, decease, cause to fail, have to lack, to make a, lo a lower want. Make oh lack, make lower, and want. That's what it says. Uh -huh. That's a lot more than just. I want a puppy. <laughs> so if you're, if I'm, if I'm new to the word and I find Psalm 23, one, and I'm dealing with a bill that needs to be paid mm -hmm. to stand on that word means I don't care that the, that the creditor is calling every day saying, where's my money? Where's my money? Because the word says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Right. I shall not lack, lessen, decrease, fail, be me lower. The Lord, this is your bill. What do you want me to do with these people? Because they're calling every day. And some of them can be nasty. Some of them call up to five. They can call legally up to five times a day unless it's changed. Because I, my early days very early days of working. I was in college and I was working as, as a, collection, a collector. Mm. So they can call up to five times a day. Most of them yeah. won't, but they can. And that was, I'm dating myself here. Of course, I'm only 21, but those are the days when there was no caller <laughs> ID. When your phone yeah. rang, you didn't know who it was until you picked up the phone. That's right. And the only way you could stop somebody from calling you is either pay them or unplug your phone. Mm -hmm. There was no way to silence that ring unless you unplugged it from the wall. Right. Or left it off the hook. Yeah. So standing on the word is believing what Jesus said, what God said, more than you believe what you're dealing with. That's right. And the devil is very, very persistent. He will not stop unless you make him stop. Yeah. How do you make him stop? In the name of Jesus. I'm going to speak to every principality, every power, every ruler of the darkness of this world, every spiritual wickedness in high places. And that's out of Ephesians 6.10. Mm -hmm. I bind you. And I loose you from operating any further where this bill is concerned or anything else I, I owe. That's Matthew 18, 18. I say to you, it is written, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Bill, I call you paid in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I'm talking to you and I command you to be paid in full. Right. 
I owe no man anything but to love him. Now, what happens when you say people could? Well, the word works. You know, there's power in the word. So what you're doing is you're you're putting, you know, angels on assignment. You know, correct. To bring the money because now they have a word. They have they have word to go on. Mm -hmm. What does it do as far as the enemy is concerned? It shuts him down. Correct. And as long as I don't say anything to negate what I just said. And this is why people have to know how he works. Because the next thing he'll do is have Sally Sue call me and say, well, hey, I just was thinking about you. Did you ever get that bill paid? Yeah. (laughs) What should your answer be, Cheryl? What would what do most people say? Most people will say no, not yet. Exactly. Or they'll say it's gonna be. God's gonna take care of it. There's no faith there. There's no agreement with the word. Right. If you're putting your faith off to the future, there is no agreement with the word because the word says it's done already. Right. So if you're saying it's gonna be, you're not in agreement with the word. Yeah. And you just negated the prayer you prayed. Right. But it not only worked for a bill. It worked for people treating you like dirt. (laughs) It's true. It works for people. It works for people rejecting you. It works for people mocking you. Mm -hmm. It works for people treating you. Like you're lower than they are. Yeah. It works for people trying to shame you. The enemy doesn't have a body. He cannot operate on this earth without a human being. Right. And that's what people are not getting. When they see a human being. They are seeing someone who can be led either by the by God himself or be influenced by the devil. Because mm-hmm. every person can go either way. It is totally our choice. Right. I can choose to get angry and give you a, quote, piece of my mind. Or I can choose to forgive and walk in love. And be at peace. Right. You have the same choices. Amen. And it's not Sally Sue's fault that she gave in and called you and said, did the bill get paid? Because Sally Sue had some little demon whispering in her ear. Call Cheryl and ask her for bills been paid. Yep. And the question I had to ask myself in the early days when I didn't know how this stuff worked, I would say to myself, hmm, do I owe Sally Sue any money? And the answer was 99% of the time, no. Mm -hmm. Then I don't owe her an explanation. That's right. 
So what I learned from my spiritual mother, she ha- I can't do this now because we're on the podcast and there's no, this is audio only, uh-huh. but you're going to have to picture this. You know what I look like? Yeah. I learned this from my spiritual mother. When somebody would ask a question that made, that would make me go against my face, Dan, if I was in person with them, I would give them a look that just was so incredulous. And I would say to them, why are you asking me that question? And then I would change the subject before they had a chance to answer it. Amen. Or why do you want to know? And then change the subject before they had a chance to answer it. Yeah. Because if they think about it, that question was impertinent. It was none of their business. And you know what I look like, so you could you could see me with that incredulous look like, why are you asking me this? Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because she shut me down so many times in, in the early days because I asked a lot of things I just shouldn't have ever asked, but I didn't understand how it worked yet. Mm-hmm. And that's how she would shut me down. She'd look at me like, you know, like I had three heads. Give me that look like I had three heads and then say, why are you asking me that? Oh, and yeah. isn't that isn't that pretty over there? Look at that rose bush. It's doing so well. Isn't that gorgeous? When we got that rose bush, it was only three feet high. And look at it now. Be like, I wasn't talking about the rose bush. <laughs> <laughs> But she did that very smoothly. And I was, for a long time, I didn't understand what she did until I grew in this and understood what she, why she did what she did. I was asking her something that was going to go against her face, Dan. Yeah. I was being used as the enemy and didn't even know it. Right. Very important lesson to learn. Amen. 90. 99% of the time, people that do that to you, they don't even know why they're doing it. That's, that's, they're not, they're not trying to go against your face stand. They have no clue what your face stand is. The devil knows. Yeah. He just needed a body and a mouth to, to ask the question to try to challenge your face stand. That's right. And this is why the Lord's having me do what I'm doing now. And you and I have talked about this multiple times on the podcast, how we both prefer to be in the background and support Mm -hmm. other people doing things. Yeah. And those days of being in the background are over. (laughs) Yes, they are. They are. They are, and I'm not liking this. <laughs> and it's not I've, I've had some. No, it's not, and I've had some real, real interesting challenges come up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Lord, I'm doing this out of obedience. I'm doing this because I love you, but you know, and I know that this is not comfortable for me. So you're going to have to help me, right? And the Lord has given me an accelerated learning curve. I very rarely get get compliments from 
anyone. Least of all, family members. Very rarely do I hear a compliment. Right. And I had a call earlier this week by someone in my family, close, very close to me, who's been helping with this. Mm-hmm. And I had sent a couple of videos to that person to just give me some feedback. And they said, you are light years advanced from where you were this time last week. All right. And I had done two videos completely on my own without anybody helping me. And that's why I'd sent them to that person to get their feedback. Mm -hmm. And I said, don't change your thing. Just go ahead and post them. It's amazing. You've been doing a great job. I've been watching. (laughs) Thank you. But it's, and I know it's the, and I know the person, when I said this to them, I said, thank you. But I know it's the anointing. It's God helping me. And yes, you have helped me tremendously. Thank you for your help. I have no way to, to, I don't have the words to thank you is what I said to this person yesterday. And that person responded with the way you help me is don't, don't drop this, keep doing it. But then I ran across this snag today that I told you about earlier. Yeah. Which is in Jesus name, it's rectified. Amen. I don't know what the problem is, but it should never be the way it is, the way it tried to come up. It should never have happened. Right. So in Jesus name, the anointing is on that person to figure out what to do to, to fix this. Mm-hmm. And if necessary, I'll have to call some tech support because that should not have happened. Right. That's right. Amen. But that's how the enemy does. He does not want to be exposed. He does not want people to know, the general public to know all this would come to a screeching halt if everybody would just get on their face. That's for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we are absolutely dealing with a spiritual battle. And because people keep trying to, you know, it goes back to one of the videos I did for YouTube talking about, you know, people are going to psychologists, psychiatrists, reading books, you know, trying to get things solved. But the problem is it never really resolves it because it's a man-made answer, a man-made solution to a spiritual rooted problem. Yeah. And there is no there is no um, once and for all solution. Right. I'm not against doctors. I mean, you know, there are some that are still decent out there. I'm not against, they're doing the best they can. The problem is I've known people, and I'm sure you have too, that have gone to psychiatrists for decades and they never get the problem resolved. It never goes away. In some cases, gets worse. Mm-hmm. Do you know the spiritual answer to that? Um, we've talked about this before, so I should stop talking about it for one. Right. Because every time the, the, the psychiatrist never says to the person, so tell me how, what good things have happened today. How have you overcome the enemy? How have you used your faith? No. 
what was your like your life like with your mother? What was it like with your father? Okay, that that thing you just dealt with with your your boyfriend that was really rooted in your hatred of your father, and they're they're drumming up and and going back into the root what they think is the root of the problem, and it's not the root of the problem. It's just rehearsing what the enemy has done all their lives. And there's not, there's never the word of God given to them. No, no. There's no word of God mentioned. And that's the only way it's going to get solved is with the word of God, because it's the only thing that trumps what the enemy did. It's the only thing that supersedes. So the people are not mistaken by me mentioning, I'm not mentioning a person, Trump. I'm mentioning Trump card. Right. There's, there's, there's no, there's no solution other than the word of God, because it's the only thing that has power over what the enemy is doing. 100% correct. I don't know of any or very many psychiatrists or psychologists to, that would offer that kind of spiritual spiritual counseling. I don't know if they especially Christian I'm talking primarily about you know, especially Christian uh, counselors. Right. When you when you know that right. it's a Christian know, counselor. I, yeah, I know of only one and I know only of her. I never actually met her. Mm-hmm. I told you about that person that I knew in Oregon who had been she had um multiple uh, MPD, multiple personality disorder. Mm-hmm. And she had three women that God brought in her in her path to get her completely delivered. It took three of us. One of them was was someone named Johanna, who was a Jewish um, Christian counselor, born again, Jewish, Messianic Jew, Christian right. counselor, who gave her the word. And then I was giving her the word, and she had another woman who was also helping her. And it took from three different aspects <laughs> to get her completely delivered. And it wasn't until after she was completely delivered that I found out why she was the way she was. And her parents were, were practicing Satanism, and she oh. had been involved in satanic ritual as a, as a, as a toddler. Goodness. Yeah. That was the only Christian counselor I ever heard of that ministered the word to her. Yeah. But apparently that wasn't enough because God brought her into my life. And she used to come to the Bible studies I held in my house. And I'd have something prepared to talk about the Bible study, you know, to talk about for the Bible study, and then she would come in, and the Lord would completely change what I was going to. I finally I learned I learned that I asked him one day about it, and he says the notes are for you to make you comfortable, but they're not necessarily just follow me like you've been doing, because right. sometimes th- the things you prepared are not what we need to talk about. Right. But at, when I think back, 
the Bible studies that I ran at two different churches where I was told to step down on both churches, they were because I was dealing with this, this part of the spirit realm, teaching people how to stand against the enemy. And both churches, I was told to step down. Wow. Hmm. Is that a coincidence? No, there is no such no. thing. In the Hebrew language, it doesn't exist. Right. Just like retirement doesn't exist in the Hebrew language. Right. And this is why the Lord is having me do what he's having me do. We have a bunch of people that are trying to wear the armor with their diaper on. Sorry, I had to chuckle at that for a minute because that's a visual. It is. But that's what the Lord gave me. That's why I said it. Yeah. Because there's this little... I pictured this guy, the kind of chubby, grown man mm -hmm. with armor and a diaper on and bare feet. Wow. The enemy did not plan on the church standing up for, against this. I guess what we're going through today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the church still isn't doing it. I know. But the enemy didn't expect people to actually be around to stand up against it. That's what I'm getting. That's at. true. That's true. It took 110 years to go from where they started with this until now. Yeah. And he thought he was going to have this one way long ago. I know what the plan was for 2030. We won't be here then. I just had my driver's license renewed and it expires in 2030. We won't be here by then. We will have already been raptured out because it's not going to last that long, not based on what we're dealing with now. It can't be, this is unsustainable. Is that the right way to say that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think, yeah. That's the correct word, I think. Yeah, this is, this is not sustainable the way it is. And that's, that was the whole point, you know, of what mm -hmm. they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. get, get the world's population down to 500 million people. Mm -hmm. And then they can do whatever they want, whenever they want. Mm -hmm. But the only spiritual force that I know of that wants to steal, kill, and destroy is the dark, the dark side. Yeah. That's the en enemy's MO. It's not God's. Right. Goodness.
today. Yeah, I know. For someone who didn't know where we were going with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. I yeah. just knew that we were supposed to do it today. Because we've both been busy. Right. So, as a reminder, I do have a website, vivianlmiller.com. There are a lot of free resources on the website. There have been additional things added. There's now a blog section that will walk you through different scenarios and what you can do, giving you actual scriptures and what to say over your finances, over your relationships, over your children. There are actual um, articles that I've written in there. There are all there are also I also have a um, Instagram channel and a YouTube channel. You can look me up on V dot L Miller and it's at V dot L Miller, both on Instagram and also on YouTube. Um, because this world needs help. Mm -hmm. And no man can do this. Right. It's going to have to be done by God's way, or it's not going to. It's not going to change. Right. And we have our we have our our part, and this is our part. This yeah. is my part. What we're doing. The end here. So until next time, walk by faith. Walk by by um, walking courage. Get in the word. Use the word of God. My website has, like I said, exact wording you can use with scriptures and what to say over certain situations to get you started. There's no excuse because I don't charge for that. So take advantage of that and defeat the darkness.